designers for posting your work. Best way to do it. Case studies, get out of here. If you know how to video edit and you don't really have to know a lot, it's like that TikTok trend where you put like 27 photos back to back to back to back and have them on for like a second or half a second. I did a case study. It was five seconds, 20 shots, and it comes in the feed and it's like a static post, text post, static post, text post. And then there's just the video there with all my work and it's sick. It's five seconds. It's no commitment. It works so well. And I'm going to do one for each one of my projects right now. All right, what's up, Moes? Why don't start I ever get to start? You know what? You started this time. What's up, guys? Welcome back to our channel. Uh, it's not going to be a very Terrible. happy episode, to be honest. This is not. It's going to be a real sad one, actually. Things aren't. Things aren't good, everyone. Um, things are just, real bad. Just got back from my trip. Really great trip. We had our shoot get canceled with uh, <laughs> Mister Mister Matthews. I love when you say something and then just follow it up with the complete opposite confuses me every time it was it was honestly a wonderful trip because like we like mano max wrote a good itinerary we, we got a bunch of shit done we got to vacation a bit and also work a lot on on fun things um but it sucks that the main purpose we were there for it got canceled it's what it is um it's a great trip it was, i mean it was just fantastic until i touched down in uh canada got what happened to pearson airport and um Put my bag down and accidentally Oof. left it unattended. Oh. And it was gone. <laughs> I and, haven't uh, seen it since. <laughs> a lot of, there's some things in there that are pretty valuable. And oh. uh, thank God it's nothing like hard drives or like data or memory that I really need, but it's just my camera's gone. <clears throat> my <laughs> That's so sad. lens is gone. My favorite lens of all time. Thank God these things are cheap, right? It's only like $3,500 that's gone, right? That's super cheap. That's it's not great. cheap. You're doing that thing again uh, when you say something and then you say follow it up by saying something completely opposite. No, things it's are like not it's, good. It's like having a conversation with you sometimes. <laughs> just, just throw you for a loop. <laughs> just curveballs. and smoke bombs. Um, that's terrible, dude. It's gone. I'm not in a great mood. Um but we got to get a podcast done. We got it. We got to post this week. And um, when yeah. are we recording for anyone that thinks we're, that we're ahead of the game? We're recording a day before. We're recording under twenty four hours until it's it's released. But it feels but that's good. Fine. I wasn't I wasn't worried before we started, which is good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like you, you're going to take the lead this episode. I'm just going to say yes, snapping and it around. I'll be very binary with my answers. Um, yeah. No, just I, not give me anything. I like it. Like honestly, that way. Mo- money's money. It's whatever. Like it's just in out. You just got to spend it. And I thankfully I have insurance for like lost stolen goods. Um, but it's just the, the the crazy stress is it's Thursday right now, August the 19th. And I have a shoot. <laughs> I have a shoot. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> August 24th or August 24th. That's a Tuesday. So that's a one, two, Ooh. three, four. four, four days until I need to get gear. Thankfully I have friends who do video and photos. So I'm going to grab a camera from them. Hopefully that will salvage the whole situation. They have a lens, I think, I could borrow. Um, yeah, it should be okay. But the real stress is just like anger at myself for not like having that bag attached to my hip, and and uh, it might show up. I don't know. The people at the airport said, "Who knows what could have happened?" You know, like a bag that's left unattended gets pulled into the canine unit. They might put it back in like the I don't know. Like, there's like a lost and found that I went to twice already. 
last night late and uh, today or midday. So I'm going to go tomorrow, see what happens. But really the most important thing is just finding out, like, can I buy gear? Like, where is gear? How much does all this cost? It's just, fuck, it's so stressful. But Depressing. And it was such a good trip. I like landed in the plane, landed land in Toronto, and I was just so happy. Mm-hmm. It was almost like that happiness and like trying to like get in the car and like hurry was like just that's what fucked me. But yeah, it's where we are. Where we're how at. many times do you think that you replayed it in your head? Mm, countless. What like, what lap are I, we on? Where did I have it last? <laughs> where was I? Where did I make the mistake? Oh. As somebody who has lost, I probably went through 10 Game Boys. No word of a lie as a kid. 10 Game oh. <laughs> ten Game Boys, 7 iPods. Some were broken. Some were just left on buses. Never seen again. Oh, my God. It's just so I can depressing. relate that. And for you, I don't think, well, maybe it was. For me, it's like that panic that you can feel in your ears. It just gets so red and you're like, oh, it's my fault. It's nobody's fault but my own. And now I have to deal with this. And I know it's it's even more awkward because like people start to really like, how do you keep like, oh, this is your 20th wallet. Like this just keeps happening to you and you just, you don't learn from your mistake. Like it's an embarrassment thing at this point for me. Yeah. It, and uh, I mean, at least you were like, how old were you? You were like 18 to like 12. That's better than being 25 for getting that shit. I have to jump in and say that I spilled a coffee on my 2000. Eight hundred dollar yeah. MacBook two months ago. More 2000, than two thousand eight hundred. Yeah, <laughs> let's crank it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> let's add a zero. But we rebound. We rebound. I mean, it's just a blip in the in the in the grand scheme of things. And like, I've had moments where like you know you lose something or something breaks, and it's like, oh my god, the world's ending. But realistically, it's fine. It's just like I was thinking about this. I'm like, how many people in business have way worse? things happen where they f- like you know lose a lot of money or like something just i don't know whatever it is happens i and yolo like, my life savings in a gamestop yeah yeah it's like those people it's like i think a lot of them are all, like borderline psychopaths where it's like oh but something really bad happened good it will this is like a part of the process it will yeah. be fine and they just keep on going whereas like today i've been like struggling to like stay focused on things and like get shit done you know what I mean? It's just been like yeah. this feeling of like, oh my god. To make matters the same way, going to the air- airport, just floored with traffic. Just oh, like just a awful. thirty-five minute drive, forty-minute drive <laughs> to the airport, and we live close to the airport. Just oh, terrible, depressing. Whole day gone. Whole day gone. Pretty much going. And it to the was just steaming hot outside. Oh my god. So it's and then I had a fucking had a phone call in the morning. Like it's just. Oh, so stress. It's just the whole day was stressful. Whole day, just in like uh, expectations pulling you in different directions. Just terrible. This is like waking up knowing that you had to get an edit done and knowing that you had a nine o'clock class that was mandatory for school. Like, there's no way that I can miss this. Do <laughs> you know that you need like you need? It's not a matter of oh, do I want it? You need that like triple triple coffee to get you going, so so you can last through the class. <laughs> You're just sitting there buzzing. You're like, why is my skin shaking right now? I don't know. <laughs> why can't I control my legs? They're just like going in and they're just abducting and adducting frequently. <laughs> and you can just feel people's like looking at you like, oh, Jesus. What am, this, this what am I doing? <laughs> uh, 
but <laughs> honestly, Holy shit. just a little note on the trip. Went to Arizona for Mars Blade, as you can see on on the little hats he had. Um, Sponsored. It was great. Beautiful, beautiful scenery. We connected with so many hockey players there. I didn't realize how rich the hockey community is down there and how deep it rides. Like Nieder, Scott Niedermeyer lives there. Obviously, Shane Doan played there. Um, we ended up... Is nasty. Business, he's there. I mean, Matt Dumba bought a place. McDavid's got a place. Matthews, um, Dvorak, wait, Dvorak? I forget. Fisher, like all these guys. Not a hockey them. pod, doesn't matter. Not a hockey pod. Re- really fucking good, good scene out there. And um, connected with this guy, Marv, helped us out so much with location scouting. And we found some scenery, like roller roller rinks that like mount. I think I FaceTimed you. The mountain range around the rink. It's like beautiful sun. It's like... It's like 3,000 elevations, so it's like much more chilly and like, like really nice weather. It is beautiful. But uh, it was a shame we couldn't shoot with Matthews. Um, so we had to like location scout and stuff. And then we ended up doing a little shoot with... Wait, uh, wait, back up, back up a sec. You left on Thursday or Friday last Saturday. week? Saturday. Saturday. I got a good friend. Um, and Matthews, Matthews wrist surgery came out Saturday morning. No, I think it was like Friday or Thursday. Friday night. Day. It was yeah. like Friday during the day when like Sweden, the guys who hired us were asleep because they're nine hours difference than uh, Matthews. Just disaster. <laughs> but <laughs> the guy that you were going out there to shoot, he's got no wrist yeah, right he, now. He, he's just like, eh, sound. Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. See ya. Contractual obligation. Eh, sound. It's like, I don't care. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we're excited to shoot with him. Like we connected with guys that like... Oh, you know who else lives there is Bo Bennett. I don't know if you know Bo Bennett. I knew he played for the Penguins. Hockey played pod. Penguins. Yeah, won, won, a, won a cup. So he actually gave us pro stocks because we know Luke Gazdick. No way. With us. So like we went to his place, grabbed a couple sticks, left them out front. Didn't want to say hi. It's all good. Um, but we picked them up <laughs> for the for the shoot. And it was, was great. Was Max the guy that, t- that teed that up? Oh, Max. He was he working was the all line. over that. Oh, my Dude. God. <laughs> the amount <laughs> Nothing of people. Gets that. It's like Christmas oh, for that kid. You know who else lived there is Sean Burke. I don't know if you no know way. Sean Burke. Goalie he lives there, and he we get a random text from him being like, "Yo, what? Yeah, he's like, yo, I heard you guys are in town. I think like Marvin gave your, gave him our number. So like he's like, oh, I want to get a pair of Mars blades, and we're talking to his son, Brandon Burke. It was just like a hockey like dr- like hockey like fantasy land out there. Unreal. Matt Dumba got our number. Was texting us. It was just like a cool. I think he wants to get some Mars blades, or I forget why he wanted to connect with us, but. It was just a shame he just came back from Minnesota. He needed a sandwich plug, and he knew Max was in town. Max was in town. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so we ended up shooting with um, Shane Doan's kid, uh, Niedermeyer's kid, and, oh, fuck, I forget the other. I don't even remember all their names. I think it was Josh Doan. Oh, fuck, I'm a real Niedermeyer's guy. kid's got a weird first name. For his I remember all, he plays for ASU. All ASU kids, they were so nasty. It was insane on roller. And this one guy, uh, Marvin, is disgusting on roller. I've never seen roller hockey that good. But, yeah, we shot with them. So fun. Just like, it was like Didn't sunset. Didn't break legs. Huge win. It was just like complete just sweat. Land. Like, it was so hot, like, just rolling around there. But um, ended up being a real success until I got home and, and uh, rushed rushed everything rushed the process still have yeah trust the process still have the footage so that's a huge win it was a huge win and you know what i almost lost the hard drive and didn't transfer the footage wow but max and i did rock paper scissors on the airplane who's gonna get my carry-on bag and 
like who's going to take it out during I love that this is how this was decided. Well, there was, it was like, I don't want to like take the bag down over someone's head. So I'm like, Max, you do it. And he's like, no, you do it. I'm like, rock, paper, scissors. I go up to him like, okay, I'm shooting rock just to fuck with his head. And then I went scissors. He went rock. Oh, and he fucked me. Mental I'm an midget. idiot. I'm a fucking no, idiot. I should have just done no. rock. Or wait, Jeez. no, I should have done. Now you confused yourself. I'm, I'm lost. lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> but <laughs> just a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. Um, on many levels. So yeah, we're back. We're back in business. We're, I wake up the back. next day, straight to a business call. Woke up into a business call. <laughs> that's no, that's a great way to land. So much stress, man. <laughs> like it's disgusting. It's actually disgusting. Like just fucking everything up but whatever terrible we're here and uh enough about me what's going on with you the last like five days it doesn't have to be good we're just gonna get the pot out no i thought these are good stories you know self-deprecating i love it myself what's up with me i i've been grinding i took that uh linkedin sociopath comment to heart and i just uh i posted this sick not sociopath homeless person homeless person it was either one the the message was clear you look i took it to heart I took it personally and I posted a bunch of stuff and it got seen by a bunch of people. Um, so that's great. Realize that job recruiters look at that kind of thing more than you would think uh, and just rocked out. Also designers for posting your work, best way to do it. Uh, case studies, get out of here. Um, if you know how to video edit and you don't really have to know a lot, it's like that TikTok trend where you put like 27 photos back to back to back to back and have them on for like a second or half a second. It looks so good. It's just like, auto. it was five. I did a case study. It was five seconds, 20 shots. And it comes in the feed and it's like a uh, static post, text post, static post, text post. And then there's just the video there with all my work and it's sick. It's five seconds. It's no commitment. I feel like a car salesman right now trying to sell people on this, um, but it's sick. It works so well. And I'm gonna do one for each one of my projects right now, so I'm buzzing. That's how. So how did that uh, job interview go? Didn't you have a job interview? Uh, no, it was uh, it was an aptitude test. <laughs> then why did you say it was a job interview? Because <laughs> it looked like a job interview. They're like, hey, congratulations, you made it to the next stage of testing, no, next stage of the hiring process. But it was an aptitude oh, test. So it was a big assumption. Yeah, it was it was a big old assumption. Fat assumption. A fat assumption, yeah. Well, I saw the I saw the response and I was like, oh, this is sick, but no. Um, I got honey dicked. Um, but maybe, maybe they'll 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 keep going in the next round. That's the update for me. I'm still on the hunt. Um, that's my life. That's good. I mean, that's all I've been you, doing. You only have about four months, buddy, until you until your goal won't be achieved. My goal, yeah. Do you have it plenty like, of time? Remember when I went in your room and at uh, Ryerson and there was just a fucking there was like just paper, a sheet just, of goals. No. <laughs> <laughs> My vision board. I walk in and there's just like a list, like a paper, two pieces of paper on his wall, like just scotch taped, taped on, like just like <laughs> over the middle, like you scotch tape from like the top right corner down the middle, like didn't even tape it right, and uh, just inefficient with his with his glue. Um, <laughs> No, it wasn't like that. But I just get ripped apart for the smallest things. No, but you fucking, you had a good goal sheet. I mean, that's a good thing to have. It's a bit. It's like in university having that there. It may be a bit embarrassing. I don't know. Some guys might chirp you, but I think it was a good thing. Do you still have that piece of paper? Is it? No, on your it's wall it's, a, right it's, now? it's on the cloud now. It's on the cloud. Oh, it's all all digital. Yeah, I care about the environment. Less t- less tangible. Well, you care about the environment? Yeah. 
How much does it cost <laughs> yeah. to keep all those servers uh, cool with air conditioning? Yeah, it's not it's cheap. Um, I like virtue signaling. What's good? It is crazy that like a lot of things where it's like we're saving the environment, putting things online. It's like, but like, how, what's keeping everything online and up? Like AWS, energy, insane yeah. amounts of energy. It's like fuck. There's no fucking escaping the destruction of our planet, Mother Nature. It's tough. Um, but honestly, you wanted to you had, you you text me your like pod today, and I'm like, or like pod tomorrow, whatever. I'm like, yeah. Do you have anything you want to talk about? And you're like. I got a lot. So why, why don't you take it away here? Like, well, I don't really, it was just answers to questions that we've been talking about for a bit. So one of the things is burnout. You're like, how do I not get burned out? Cause I need to chill the fuck out or I'm going to burn the fuck out. And I was listening to this great podcast with Scott Belsky. You would have no clue who that is. Was it uh, Timbo's, he... Timbo's podcast? Yeah. Timbo's podcast. There you go. Was it actually uh, this guy? Yeah, this guy, but this guy launched, uh, there you go. This guy knows me so well. This guy launched uh, Behance, which is basically a portfolio tool for designers. Um, Now he works at Adobe Creative Cloud um, as chief product something visionary. Um, But he has this really great bet on like how important it is to create short-term rewards when you work. And I thought it was just genius um, because we all know those guys that have like these big pie in the sky ideas of things that they want to accomplish before you like, continue yeah short-term rewards or short-term goals? rewards it's like a grade like, so like what's I a like, reward like getting a candy bar or like what, yeah what do sticker you mean on a test i mean like we've been wired since we were like little babies to get short-term rewards like getting a sticker on your helmet after you had power skating lessons and you could do a little c-cut or you didn't have to pizza stop anymore or you could you could stop on one foot i mean there's rewards everywhere but i feel like we get older, we turn into adults and we start working, like I'll speak to creative projects. We start working on creative projects and we don't get any sort of reward until like the project's done and we've handed it off. And even then it's like, I'm on to the next project. So I think it's really important for people to figure out what's, it's going to be different for everyone, but figure out like what kind of rewards you like when you're working or after you're working to make the working process more enjoyable for you, a small one. Before you start working, if your back always hurts after you stop working, maybe stretch for a minute. Just give yourself a minute. Take a break every 30 minutes and stretch out. If that's not your thing, figure out what that thing is. Read Naruto. Read manga. Do do whatever makes you quirky, whatever gets you off. Figure out what that is and make sure you build those little short-term rewards into your workday. And I thought that was just such a brilliant way because it's not like it's a lot of effort, right? It's just like this little 1% or 2% nudge in a different direction. You can completely change how satisfying or meaningful your day is, even if you don't get a bunch accomplished. I think it's just one of those little adjustments you can make to make your workday better. I wonder how much of that reward is... It doesn't have to necessarily... It's just the fact that there is a reward, so there's something yeah. to chase. It doesn't matter really what it is. You just have to like somewhat enjoy it. Maybe it, maybe it's like, I don't know. Like if you like cleaning, it's like you know clean that thing up or or eat that little that snack on the thing. But the, the problem is like sometimes rewards take you out of focus. Like if I'm gonna say, oh, right. I'm gonna go play a little game for ten minutes. Like doesn't that de- doesn't that destroy your focus? You have to get back into flow state. Like how do you, right. how do you did he talk about like rewards? that maybe are, they don't off ramp you from like, you know, your focus. Uh, well, I, I don't know. He didn't touch on that specifically, but I think it's a balance. I think that, I mean, I'll keep saying it. You can only do like one to two hour sprints most days. If you're doing a creative project, anything after that, you might get like 20% of your brain power. Cause you're just melted at that point. 
Um, so it's balancing those like long dedicated blocks of time, protect your time. Don't let anyone take your time away from you. Guard your time with your fucking life. Um, but balancing like intense periods of focus with like plugging out and being, you get, it's even as simple as answering client calls or something, but having rewards or short-term things. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes. Like I like eating cookies. I'll be the first to say it. Uh, I enjoy eating cookies. If I smash a work session, I'm going upstairs to my freezer. I'm having a chocolate chip cookie. I don't care. Yeah, well, doesn't don't you find when you eat unhealthy sometimes you're like you just get tired and lethargic? Like eating a cookie doing right before doing <laughs> mental work, that doesn't seem. Well, it's after I do that one that one hour or two hour. Well, usually it's a two hour block for me. If I bang that out and I feel good about that, I'm finding something immediately after um, to reward myself. And I think the flip is that most people don't bring any awareness to like what the rewards are in their day. And how to make themselves enjoy the process of working. I feel like sometimes a lot of rewards are like addiction. Vices. <laughs> he says as he rips his <laughs> he rips his pod. No, no. I mean that's not a reward, but it's like I feel like I don't know. I that's love a focus this idea. enhancer. I love this idea of rewards, and I think sometimes it's as simple as like go out for a walk, like get like mm-hmm. an hour and a half done or something if you complete these three items like go meet a friend for 30 minutes like right. go on a walk to like Balzac's and people watch you know what i mean like it's yeah it's as simple as that or go go play some basketball i think a I healthy first step is just bring like put a timer on for 10 minutes it doesn't even have to be during your work day it could be at night and just brainstorm like what do i really enjoy what would bring me joy to do during my day and then just start there and you can you can add one or two small things in but Find a way that you can enjoy it. It's little small things that can make all the difference. I also think just, I, I believe so much in like hard shutoffs. Like, oh, work's done. Yeah. Bye. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just really shut it off so that the next day, like you come back so rejuvenated. Like there's, there's no worse feeling than when you like go a little too late. It's like 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you're like. You're sitting there like, like what am I doing? Like, I was to be in bed in like three hours this something doesn't feel right. Like I'm not supposed to, like humans aren't supposed to graze through their work. And you know, it was a great podcast. People got to listen to it. It was Naval Ravikant, Ravikant. Tech boy. Um, this tech this guy. is coming from Will who hates it, tech boys. It's coming from Will. But he was so he was a great good. Pod. So good on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's he, also a big fan of Timbo. Of course. Of course. Because <laughs> they have the <laughs> yeah, same yeah. Uh, timeshare in Kabul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a chirp uh, no, that's texture i love that it's um he had a great point on like human beings with work are not supposed to graze we are not we are not cows with the way the way we um sustain ourselves with the things we do day to day we eat like a quick meal we back in the day for example we used to hunt we would go on hunting trips and then feed off of the um the reward of killing that whatever it was that we killed and we would live off that for a few months we'd hunt extremely like we'd go on a trip and be very extreme in our purpose for one month straight and then we'd come back and live off of that deer or whatever you killed for like two for like one two months maybe three months depending on how much you caught he was saying the same thing with work maybe you're not working once once every like other month or something but the point is build in your year spurts of working and then mm-hmm. as well build in build in your year a month's or weeks at a time of spurting and then give yourself a week or a month of relaxing and just kind of 
recalibrating to go back into a sprint. Like we're not Mm -hmm. meant to be just constantly grazing away 40 hours a week, just grinding meaningless shit. It's the same thing. I kind of agree. Like one of the best work week structures I I find is, and maybe it's not feasible for many businesses or many people. And it's also very people dependent. Some people have the stamina, but I think like a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday work week is I I was doing that all during school um, and working and I found it was like the best method for me. I would just go hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, lighter day, had a class, maybe did some shooting or a little bit of light editing or email, like very small stuff. And then Thursday, Friday, hard, hard. And then Saturday, Sunday, chill. Chill. I found that completely shut off. Maybe not completely shut off, but like I still do some things, but it was less like craziness. You know what I mean? And I found that I was actually getting so much done even though I wasn't mm-hmm. working five days a week, but it's because I gave myself those days where it's like completely for me. And I understand that's completely different when you're a fucking freelance, you know, you're working for yourself. You don't have to maybe answer to someone else telling you what to do that often. I think it's just sometimes less or oftentimes less is more mm-hmm. extreme intensity into extreme relaxing is how you don't get burned out and how you actually put out more output, but it seems counterintuitive, you know, it's very, I think that you have to be able like how well you can turn it on when you want to perform is directly tied to how well you can turn it off and you have to like even if it's not taking a full day off you have to build slack into your day whether that's like 15 minutes just at the end of your day great little sentence i've been all over sentence completion exercises but a great stem that i do is if i wanted to end my day on with with good energy with a sense of momentum what would i do and so often it's just like oh i can celebrate that I got this project done and I published it on LinkedIn, or I can celebrate that I talked to this client and that we have a better sense of direction going into next week. Like there's just small things that you can be aware of and that like all the little wins that you had in your day by creating that little 15 minute or 10 minute block after you're done. And I think it's so important to build some kind of narrative around how you work and what you're accomplishing or like like you said you're just going to kind of lose sense of where you are and i think that's a tough place to be especially as a freelancer who's in charge of the business and production and talking to clients it's so easy to get swept up into that vortex of always having to be on and putting 10 different hats on at once so you have to build that slack whether it's taking a day off or creating an hour in your work day to just say what have i done what do i need to do tomorrow what can I celebrate today? It's, it's really about having perspective. And if we think about like, I'm not a huge war guy, but if we think about like, there's like the freaking general who orders the soldiers around and the soldiers on the battlefront, you don't want to be those soldiers right on the front lines 24 seven. You want to be able to take a step back and say like, am I putting all my resources in one place? Am I putting them? Um, do I need to put them somewhere else? Are we, are we doing a good job here? Like you really need to step back and have a sense of perspective and you're not going to get that unless you take that break. So I think it really comes down to creating slack and also being able to turn it off and having stuff to look forward to. Like you, um, you've been spending a lot of time with friends and finding ways when you are on your off time to like maximize that enjoyment as much as possible. I, I got a question for you then. How often yeah. do you spend like your day or your thoughts when you're like walking around or doing things like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. things are good or like oh i love this so thing. much more like, recently like where you walk out like i know where you live in a really it's like beautiful like how often do you go for a walk or something and you're like well it's is, really nice outside it's not i mean like this is a pretty good place like, things are pretty good like it how could be a lot you, worse 
it's insane what that with doing that like every day like 10 times a day can actually do for your overall happiness or even just that thinking about your friends smile. that shit just makes me smile it's it's insane i love it's it insane what it does but it's it, and it's also insane how hard it is to do when you're not like it's kind of like meditating you always feel good after a meditation you feel like relax yeah. even if it's five minutes absolutely but just sitting down and doing it is so hard but it, what it does is like being gratitude or grateful. And I don't want to be the cheesy like tech people who are like, have gratitude. You like, hate the tech bros. And, like, well, you it's despise like, the tech bros. It is really, it's Sigma male shit. And I feel like it's like, it's kind of like, I love wine, but I don't know if I like wine culture that much. Like the, it's bold. It's this, it's uh, this grape. It's yeah. Like, you got to smell it before you, you got to, yeah. you got to open up your palate before you actually drink the wine. Like, let's just drink wine and enjoy it. Yeah, it's like that's gonna get more people to drink it, and the more people to drink wine, the better, because then we get to drink more wine with people, and it's great. The same thing with like getting people to be grateful or meditate and whatever. It's um, I forget the point I was making, but it's so hard to do and yet so important. But you kind of feel like an asshole, maybe I guess, walking around looking at like a, a tree, and you're like, wow, that's not many people get to have a tree in their neighborhood like this size or whatever. Mm-hmm. or in the world even like that that's <laughs> talk about just understanding where you stand in the world that that can just breed happiness in your life or you know what that's what i was gonna say it's um it's crazy how you you get this optimism for life in general not necessarily mm-hmm. your life but just in general of the world like you just become so optimistic mm-hmm. like, i remember pre-covid when i was really grateful for everything and like life was really good and i had a rhythm i had a system um, which you were involved in, you're a good friend of mine growing through all this stuff. You, I just had like an optimism for like the day. And it was through those micro moments of like looking at things and smiling or like looking at the moment I'm with friends. I'm like, wow, like these are people that I know ride with me or would do anything, you know, that, that should, you just wake up optimistic. Even if you feel bad during the morning, you just know things are good. They'll, they'll get better. Yeah, they'll get better. You know? And I feel like one thing that I want to close on is that you're that having gratitude for life, having close relationships with friends that can feed the work, but the work can't feed the friends and the gratitude and the appreciation for life as much. I mean, the only thing I guess would is money because money just does so much. And when there is mm-hmm. money, like problems just seem like not all problems, many problems appear with money, but there's also many problems of like, Oh, we want to go to this restaurant. I don't want to spend 20 bucks. I want to do this. It's like, I'll just cover you. Let's just go eat some good food. You know, like, let's go to this thing. Let's go here. It's like when you have money, there's less of that friction, which I know is like a mm-hmm. lot in university for obvious reasons. You're like, let's go to this place or let's do this thing. Like, oh, I don't have money. Like, I just I want to get this. that $10 Pinot Grigio at the wine rack. Yeah. I, <laughs> chill. I don't want to, I don't want to spend on that. I don't want to do this. It's like, if you just worked like get me at a good job or maybe you work a bit more than you want to like at least you'll be able to enjoy those things that that money is the only thing that can buy Mm -hmm. i think that's a great place to close on i mean i felt like for me it's it's really building all that stuff that comes around the work and i think that feeds into the work and it's really important and if your center of gravity is that work it's so easy to get lost and i've been there it's not a fun place no and i think the worst part is that you can feel really alone because I think externally, if you're really busy, like this, I guess, culture more broadly really celebrates people that are busy. Like if you are busy, you have a sense of purpose and direction in life. 
And if you're posting videos online and if you're doing a bunch of things, you give off that illusion that you have everything together. Well, if you're struggling inside with feeling frustrated by work, feeling burnt out, that can be a really lonely place. Um, and if you are in that place, just like figure out what makes you happy, figure out those short-term rewards and figure out people that you can trust that you can like share that with. That's, that's what I would want to leave people with. Yeah. I, I, I That's an uplifting message after we started, <laughs> started with the, the camera situation. Can't agree more. So uh, make sure to buy our course on how to be happy in a creative yeah. digital world. Um, <laughs> promo code. Mose and Will, and uh, that that's it. This is the episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I know it's a short one. We're it's it's a fucking whirlwind right now with like work and my mistake last night, and kind of got the the podcast pushed back a couple hours. So appreciate for listening. Appreciate all of you for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us at Repeat Podcast all platforms. Check it out. All right, ciao, guys. See you next week.